You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, Fullcast pals, this episode is the live show we just did in Austin for South by Southwest. It was a really, really great time, and at least as of the time I'm recording this, did not get any of us fired, which is a great bonus. If you came out, thank you so much for doing that. We really enjoyed meeting a lot of you and uh, getting you to chant inappropriate things. We also heard that some people weren't able to get in due to capacity limits. If that was you, we're sorry. Uh, We'll be sure to come back to Texas soon. Don't worry. Oh, and this episode is a little shorter than usual because, per live show custom, we omitted the question and answer portion. That part is only for those who show up in person. That's right. Feel the FOMO course through your veins. Please welcome from SB Nation, the host of Shutdown Fullcast. We've got Ryan Nanny. Spencer Hall. And Jason Kirk. Oh, God. Uh, Actually, all right. So I know how we're supposed to start the show. We're not going to do that quite yet because I first want to know who has no idea what they're about to see. It's not too late. Cool. Um... Who is here from out of like from outside of Texas? Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Who is here? What else do you want to know? <laughs> Wait, this is your bit, this man. Is, I don't have bits. 
bits is such a kind word for what we do. Well, one thing we we did at our uh, at every single live show we've ever done before. Right. <laughs> because the shutdown forecast is nothing except consistent. Is uh, on the count of three. Everybody, your schools cheer, whatever it may be. We're all going to holler it at once, right. all right? Just let it out. Right. Fight on. Okay. Roll Tide. Go Gators. Preferably hook them. Yeah. Oh, man, all that's right. On three. On three. Ready? One, two, three. All right. Now we're ready. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, that's a lot of Texas. You have my permission to do your thing. The thing where I open the show. The thing where you open the show. Okay. <clears throat> Whoop. It doesn't feel good. Doesn't feel right. What do you mean it doesn't feel right? No, it doesn't feel right. Like we're in we're in Texas, right? Which uh, I'm just gonna do this because you can do this in Texas. In Texas, great. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you can you can. What's do the state where that works least? Idaho. <laughs> There's like, there's like three, three goddamn people in the whole state, right? right? They're like, why, are you trying to move here? Yeah. Get out. I don't, I don't know it works if you're like, hey, do you like mining? And they're like, yeah, <laughs> let's give it up for mining. It just doesn't feel right. I don't feel right just saying like, you know, welcome. Okay. Uh, I feel like we need a song to start. Uh, you know, just like, because it's very important at the start of the podcast to let everybody who's in know, hey, you're in, and let everybody know who's out, uh, just get out now. Okay. <laughs> If so. only they had done this on the Titanic. Stop explaining the joke. So when you hear it and you pick it up, you know, I thought we would begin with the official song of uh, our host, the University of Texas, their sure. fight song. Sure. I love the idea of blaming for them, them for this. Right. As if they're like, uh, it's March Madness and we're on their home court. They're, yeah. they're, they're, their unfortunate logo is here right now this yeah, is sanctioned <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah no we'd have to pay for it it's University right. of Texas they'd be like that's, co- <laughs> that's copyright infringement son so uh, on the count of three one stop explaining the joke <laughs> <laughs> who said that who said that <laughs> I'm big cow and I don't like you you can suck my dick um, we just made people yell that. Yeah, we did. We did. I'm the, so moved. The human brain is like the most advanced supercomputer, and we just made it do that. <laughs> Y'all built a HAL 9000. What does it do? It sings Uncle Cracker's version of... Oh, but when I say you look like Uncle Cracker, I'm an asshole. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, welcome, everybody. Uh, this is the Shutdown Fullcast. Today, um, I wanted to go ahead and pay another little homage to our, our guests and tell you the best thing that happened in this college football season. Uh, it is the theme for the show. We thought we would discuss animal disasters because... Uh, <laughs> yeah, because like, a lot of y'all already know where I'm going with this. <laughs> You can't do this show in Athens. No. <laughs> you, you just show up in animal disasters and you're like, all right, on to Uga 15, fine. What, what I'm hearing is we will do this. <laughs> exactly. We need to bring, if we do a show in Athens, we need to bring five replacement bulldogs on stage oh, yeah. with us. Georgia, why are you not buying in bulk at this point? <laughs> Heard y'all needed backups. 
develop some depth here. Um, they die fat. They die young. That's the joke. That's the thing. Um, it's, it's not our fault. We didn't breed these little mutants that, that God did not create. We're not the humans to blame for this. Y'all look in the mirror, okay? Your pastor sees it and God sees it. Um, we wanted to go ahead and discuss like my favorite thing, which was if you watch the Sugar Bowl this year. How many of y'all just you know picked that up? Like you know Texas and yeah, see yeah. that? Yeah, that's cool. Um, I know there's Maggies here who are like, well, that, that wouldn't, that, that wouldn't, that wouldn't shit. I, that's cool. Y'all go do those brilliant Aggie things you do, like making a giant horse in your backyard and a laugh. You think I'm joking? One of you's like, how do you know? I'm building mega horse one bit at a time <laughs> in my yard in Denton, right? That horse is he goes there. to the feed store a lot and buys weird things. Gig him. <laughs> um, oh, my. Oh, good God. Oh, man. It's okay. It's just my mic thing. That's fine. <laughs> Welcome to our Todd talk. We do have the, uh, the headset Todd, mics. The Grams on these Todd Grams. Yeah, that's good. We've got the... <laughs> We're here, we're here to disrupt the University of Pittsburgh. We are the yeah. seven and five of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> and even the seven, you're like, we saw who you played. <laughs> Got the Joel Osteens here, everybody. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Just throw a bunch of money in a bucket. It's fine. If you love money, set it free. Yeah. <laughs> so true, so true. <laughs> Um, but in case you did not see the Sugar Bowl, what happened was uh, Bevo, if you haven't met Bevo, he is a steer. He is uh, a good 1,400, 1,500 pounds, I think. I don't know. Um, I was an English major. Per- <laughs> personal physician to Bevo, Brian Nanny, yep. <laughs> um, was on the sidelines, as Bevo always is. If you don't know, they just keep a cow, just this massive <laughs> big cow of the song we sang. Uh, they, keep, they keep Big Cow on the sidelines. Like, that's a normal thing to do, right? You go outside of the state lines of Texas, and everybody's like, that's fucking insane. No, you, it's like when you have a neighbor who has a jet ski, and they leave it in the driveway on the trailer. Even though you're like, you never use it. It's like, yeah, but I want people to know I have this jet ski. Like, at any point, you could just hop on and just, like, ready to jet right, ski, bro. Right, exactly. When the floodwaters rise, boom, off like a shot. Uh, but Bevo on the sidelines, uh, somebody thought it was a good idea. And I'm going to go ahead and just because I'm playing the home crowd here, if this is a Georgia-ass idea. Somebody thought it was a good idea to take a bulldog and take them and go see the bull. Right. The bulldog, which is, you know, bred to attack bulls, grab their noses. Guess what? Listen, if life were run by Scrabble rules, it works. <laughs> <laughs> I love the implication that... Um, the bull remembers. <laughs> that bastard. That bastard bit my granddaddy. That's a statement. Like, I'm, you, you say implying. I, I go ahead and believe it wholeheartedly. That, this that is, the this bull, is bull, bull uh, oral tradition passed down. Sure. Yeah. That the it collective check, bovine unconscious. That it, <laughs> let me talk to the ancestors for a minute. <laughs> You know, through this haze of, like, sedatives that they undoubtedly have this steer on, right? Like, through the fog, there's, like, you know, the ancestral bull who's like, that one. (laughs) Get that bastard. So uh, somebody took Ugga over, and to to his credit, Ugga knew what was up. Because Ugga was brought brought over, and he's like, no, 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 no. And before anyone else moves on the sidelines, Ugga does a nice little 
like a frogger hop, like to the side. If you check the footage, that bulldog is out of there. Uh, unfortunately, the bull's already in motion, and kind of, <laughs> which is kind of like setting the parking brake off an RV, right? Like, yeah, click, it's moving. Yeah, just get out of the way. <laughs> You've lost that. And immediately, pregame, charged everybody uh, around the bulldog. Bulldog was out of there like, <laughs> I'm a speciesist, dogs first. Yeah, and that's when you knew at that point that, uh, what, what was the bet to make at that point? Uh, hammer Texas plus 14. <laughs> Let's go. It, it came over. And it paid. The cash, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that, that's one side. But that's an animal disaster that almost didn't happen. Bevo's been involved No, in... I would argue it's an animal disaster that didn't happen. Didn't happen? Nobody died, including the dog. We could just start that at South by Southwest, couldn't that we? That dog's be... probably dead. That dog... <laughs> Like now. It's, it's it wasn't thing. Bevo's fault. No. <laughs> Bevo gave that dog exercise for the first time ever. Well, yeah, what do you think killed it? So, yeah, so we're going to go over some animal disasters, some of which we pulled, some yeah. of which come from our personal lives, some of which we got from our listeners. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start with college football powerhouse Cornell. Woo! Yeah. Does, cor- any, does anybody know what Cornell's mascot is? Bear. Bear, Bear correct. In 1915, Cornell bought a black bear for $25. Big money. <laughs> they, think, they think that's a bad deal. <laughs> I can get you a bear for seven. <laughs> I got a list on Facebook right now. Hell, you want, you want a bear? Why didn't you just ask? Uh, this bear's name was Touchdown, and before... <laughs> Before games, he would climb the goalposts, and they also kept him tethered to a stepladder so that he could, uh, I think, get out of his enclosure and climb on, a roam the sideline. It gets better. So the football team was supposed to play Penn for Thanksgiving, and on the way, they stopped in Atlantic City. As one does. Now... This time of year, uh, the Bears getting ready to hibernate because Bears don't give a fuck that they're college football mascots. But they're like, no, bring the bear out to the boardwalk. We're going to take a picture with the team and the bear. So they wake the bear up. Immediately, the bear bolts into a taffy store. Come on. Um, it runs wild in there for a while, escapes down a pier, and jumps into the ocean. Problem. Touchdown, the bear cannot swim. <laughs> So two football players used a life raft with no paddles to rescue, to rescue Touchdown. <laughs> now, they keep going. They bring t- Touchdown the Bear to the Penn game. And in Bevo Ugga fashion, Penn brings over its mascot. History is unclear if it's a coyote or a husky, which is a great sign. <laughs> and now... Touchdown the bear, who again just wants to fucking sleep, has to meet this other animal, so he smacks it across the face and knocks it out. Classic, Cornel, classic Cornell story. went on to beat Penn 24 9. I mean, who hasn't gone to Philly and punched a coyote into unconsciousness? <laughs> That's just classic Philly right there. Um, I would also cite, by the way, the, uh, my, my favorite case, Bevo, by the way. Bevo's got, like, a much better history. Like, charging a bulldog ain't shit for Bevo, okay? Bevo, uh, Bevo 3 was loose for two days on campus. 
I want you to think about that. Just <laughs> It's the second day that really works. Like, the first day, you're like, well, that happens. Then you go to bed, and you're like... <laughs> Bebo's enrolled. <laughs> Bebo just sitting at the window like, I see you. <laughs> uh, Bebo 4 uh, attacked a car once. <laughs> Which I respect the like resistance to like the car, right? It was yeah. a form of transportation. Yeah. He's is like, this, I'm the original green transportation. Is this when Texas played Georgia Tech? Should <laughs> <laughs> if Bevo, they, Bevo's just fucking up the entire state of Georgia one mascot. <laughs> if they did beat him by yeah, if they did beat him by thirty five, like easy, right? Uh, and Bevo five attacked, uh, got loose on the field, and scattered the Baylor band. That's, that, that's, 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 hook em. you know, like who never gets any respect in college football is the band, right? Like, you know, yes! like the, like the, yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank both of you. Cause I was in the band and I'm like, yeah, stand up for the band. I'm also like, yeah, fuck the band. <laughs> we didn't do anything. I, I, I think it's y'all are observed as like, uh, disposable comedy props. Like <laughs> something bad happened to the band. They're, they're the NPCs. That's, that's what they're for. Right. <laughs> We're the guys in Metal Gear Solid. You just, you know, you go to home base and they're like, hey, boss, and you throw them off into the ocean. <laughs> Blam. Yeah. Thanks, boss. Thanks, boss. That was great. <laughs> like, the play happens, right? Stanford Cal, right? And everyone's like, oh, that's so awesome. He, like, completely forearm shivers the guy in the band. <laughs> and I'm the like, band. They're just human obstacles. That was sick. <laughs> <laughs> and part of me is like, absolutely. That is so unfair that you hammered the band. They're there to support you and everything. And then, you know, half of me is like, <laughs> he knocked over a Stanford grad. Good. <laughs> he went on to venture capital. He actually did, right? Like, you could make... You can make that joke. You're like, that guy probably went to VC and helped ruin civilization. You're like, actually, that guy did. The guy <laughs> so. Cal football, welcome to the resistance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do we want to do, the, uh, do these? Is do it these snake right time? Is it, Is it snake, snake time? Oh, yeah. so, so a question for you, Texas. Uh, how many lighters were on the dresser? 21. All right. And uh, how many snakes came out? <laughs> All right. Th- those are roughly the same, right? So, there are about that many snakes in this room right now, all right? They are under one of your chairs. Like, under, under. You're going to have to look. You do, do a little digging. Get you a handful of snakes. About 25. Imagine, like, Oprah and Die Hard overlap. No, really feel in there. They're under your seats. Come on. It would be so awesome if we didn't put any snakes out yeah. there. <laughs> and we spent, yeah. like, 10 minutes like, shit. Yeah. we, we got to return those. Oh, they're in here. They're in here. This is the worst this Oprah episode ever. This is good audio ever. content. Y'all get down there. Come on. Hmm. Damn, those are well-hidden snakes. Holly, did you lie about the snakes? No. Owned. We were owned. <laughs> owned. You will continue to find snakes throughout the room. All right. You, you, By you, the you, way, you. while we do that, give it up for Brian Floyd. Brian Floyd. Here with us in spirit. His insights in, in, always in valuable. literal spirit. In literal Wait, spirit. I hear the snakes. We got, got the snakes. We got action. Woo! Woo! All right. Uh, congratulations. You are now the official snake handlers of the shutdown full cast. <laughs> Take your responsibility seriously and uh, do not rat us out to the cops under any circumstance. Yeah, you're also our. Fa- Shit! You're also our. fell for it once again. Damn it. That's cute. That's cute. I'm a sovereign citizen, y'all. So those snakes, 
Y'all are in charge of distributing those. As you see fit. Yeah. However you see fit. Please, dole them out to the crowd as we go. Nothing, nothing improves a podcast like a visual gag. Yeah, dear listener at home. Yeah. I wanted to go ahead, too, because we were talking about uh, the bear. Baylor, for some reason, I was looking up. Uh, y'all, yeah, there are Baylor people here. Hey, y'all. Yeah. Do bear hand thing. Bear hand thing. The classic. Congratulations on surviving four, possibly five years in Waco, Texas. If we were doing this podcast at Waco, I'd be like, them commies in Austin. They'd be like, I hear you. <laughs> Don't think I'm not going to talk exclusive shit in town only, local shit specifically, okay? Um, Waco's a fine town if you're in Waco. I mean, we went, last, night, last night in Austin, we went to a wrestling show where one of the villains was Amazon. The website. <laughs> I can't fathom anything more Austin than that. The crowd, the crowd ate that, that shit. Like, yeah. So. Yeah. Even though though, were like they were like there was a joke in there that they were like, yeah, these guys suck. They're so evil. And somebody's like, yeah, but the delivery times are incredible. <laughs> uh, but apparently, I was looking up. I was like, oh, you guys had like live bears on campus. Somebody's like, no, we we, we still have live bears on campus. Okay. Okay. Cool. You got a habitat for them, right? Okay. Cool. Yeah. But you used to walk them, right? Back in the 30s when you could do anything. Like, there were no laws against anything in the 1930s, it, you know? It was, it was basically like, we have tariffs and an army and no laws. Uh, and I go, you know, well, when was that? And they're like, oh, yeah, you know, we walked them until, like, the 1990s. So just think about somebody in, like, Junkos, right? Like, JNCOs, like, massive, <laughs> massive fat pants. And they go to Baylor, and they're like, they send me to this private school in Waco. I'm so hot. I'd rather be inside playing Shaq Fu. And instead, <laughs> instead, I have to walk this bear on a leash. <laughs> In the hot sun. They're like, and give it a Dr. Pepper. <laughs> That's not a joke. <laughs> That's the best part. You can be like, oh, they gave it Dr. Pepper, y'all. Yeah. The Baylor bear was involved in one animal disaster. I have to get in in the honor of my home state, uh, Tennessee, because Smokey 2, the second Tennessee mascot, got into a fight with the Baylor bear. Smokey's like, Smokey's the most Tennessean mascot because Smokey not only got into a fight with a bear after it slapped him in the face. And he was like, you offended my honor. And they all got, you know, got, yeah, like he got, he thought getting into a bear was a, a fight with a bear was a good idea, which is how I know he was from East Tennessee, right? I'm like, I got this. I've been doing P90X. Let's go. I bet you won't bite a motherfucker. Bite him. <laughs> so hopped up on 3-6 Mafia and Mountain Dew. He's ready to you go. You gotta stop uh, giving soda to animals. Sir, sir, yeah, sir. Mountain moon, mountain moon drops. Mountain moon yeah, drops. Mount, I'm sorry, yeah, mountain moon drops. Uh, but in addition to that, he died maybe the most Tennessean death of all time, which I've written about before, but he died when he stole a chocolate cake and ate too much of it. <laughs> so I was like, involved in random violence in a fight he could not possibly win and also died of gout, basically. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. It's my people. The most Tennessee thing about Smokey now is he's at the games and you can... If a dog could look at its watch and be like, we can leave in the third quarter, that's what he looks like. The most famous image of Smokey is he is yawning. <laughs> so. Yeah, but I wanted to... Uh, you know, Eric Ainge was underrated in retrospect. <laughs> God damn it, Ryan. <laughs> um, at, at this point, we wanted to go ahead and transition to both personal and uh, reader-submitted anecdotes. If any of you submitted these in the room, hey, thank you. Uh, we're probably not going to use it. We, we got, like, 500 of these. And some of them, like, <laughs> these are the filtered ones. We, fil we had to filter them because a lot of you grew up on farms. <laughs> right. And what's considered an animal disaster on a farm is, wow, some real. So we, uh, the, 
these are the ones that we figured South by Southwest could handle. <laughs> Our actual listeners, you'll, you'll get the hardcore shit at, at a later date. At a later date. <laughs> Let's hear. Exploding pig. That's all I'm going to say. You get into the Big Ten, it gets dark, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> is that Michigan or Michigan? Michigan sucks, is what it says. Wow. Uh huh. Because I'm a Michigan State fan. I mean, delicious mostly. That's the big problem. Sure, there's that. Uh, Holly, do you want to shout your cricket story, or do you want me to tell the cricket story? Can y'all hear me? Y'all want to hear the cricket story? No, no, no. If possible, sound. We're having a little trouble hearing Holly up here. I'm sure she's probably mic'd adequately for y'all. All right, this is the why I don't eat gravy story. So. Why I don't eat gravy. <laughs> Everybody's got one. <laughs> okay, so I'm four years old. It's my mother's first year cooking Christmas dinner for our combined families. And I'm in the kitchen just like hugging a cabinet door or something with my mom and her stepmother and my dad's mom. And one of the grandmothers is bitching my mom up and down because the gravy has lumps in it. And uh, my mom is at the time a new mother again because my brother had just been born. And she's not having it. So she, you know, huffs over to the cabinet under the sink where she keeps all of her kitchen utensils. This will come to bear in a giant canister. And she pulls out this big wire balloon whisk. And she's in a hurry. And it's time for dinner to be on the table. And we all have just enough time to see before she plunges the whisk into the pot that inside the whisk is a desiccated corpse of a cave cricket about the size of my closed fist. <laughs> Not enough time, however, to stop this from becoming incorporated into the gravy because as soon as it hits the pot, it disintegrates. It's protein. It disintegrates. And, it, and with what this was little, the noise? Just like... Just like this, like a mummy falling apart. The sound of which will stay with me in my other life. And we all freeze for a minute. And my dad's mom turns to me, there's a pocket door between the kitchen and the dining room, and my, my grandma turns to me and she goes, shut that door. <laughs> In this low voice I had never heard before, but knew instinctually, even at a young age, that it was best to obey. And I pulled the door shut, and she turns to my mother and she goes, stir. <laughs> <laughs> and we served cricket gravy to all the men uh, of our family. And none of the women in my family will eat gravy to this day because you just never know. That's some wicker man shit. Yeah. That's how we make the harvest ripe. <laughs> You're up. So yeah. I had one real quick. Um, <clears throat> y'all got a little grocery store out here y'all like, don't you? Little... Okay, okay. Respect, respect, respect. <laughs> We like H-E-B. We like Bucky's. We drove past about a... We drove past about a million Bucky's to the point where we're like, oh, that's a tiny Bucky's. It's only like an acre. For the record, that's what I'm going to start calling the Ohio State team. The Ohio State Bucky's. <laughs> well, except Bucky's never sleeps. <laughs> where we come from, our H-E-B is Publix. We like it, too. I, I won't compare. We won't, we won't do the tournament. All, all, all grocery stores are welcome here, except Kroger. I'm, Fuck Kroger. Wait, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll turn down their sponsorship money. Also, I will say this. I love Publix, but you can't take a beer around Publix, can you? 
H-E-B? It depends on what part of Florida you're in. <laughs> <laughs> so I worked at Publix for a decade, uh, and at one point in there, a, uh, a store manager of mine, we're talking very tall, very skinny guy, um, maybe like a younger David Cutcliffe type. We're talking glasses. You, that, balding, those words that. don't go together. <laughs> David Cutcliffe was born at the age of 58, I realize. <laughs> Uh, there was one night we're doing an overnight thing, and a bird is in the store. Uh, I don't recall what kind of bird. I didn't actually ascertain the visual of the bird, but the bird is up in the roof, and this is a very high, like, hanger-type ceiling um, where you got to get up on the, like, triple-tall ladder to hang Christmas decorations and shit and maybe die while making <laughs> seven fifty an hour plus stock options um, <laughs> that you're going to have to cash out to pay rent and... You're going to have to blog till you're 95 years old. That's fine. That's fine. I love blogging. Fortunately, um, digital media has changed since then, and we're all fine. <laughs> problem solved. Um, so the bird, you know, there's a lot of what do we do about the bird. There's a fucking bird. Um, the manager is in charge, obviously, and uh, takes... I got a rifle. I got a 22 in the... In the <laughs> Jason, there's this guy over here who just starts nodding real fast as soon as he <laughs> says, I got a rifle. <laughs> We're in the great state of Georgia, so the impulse to go pop the fucking trunk, I get it. I get it. It's time to... So, uh, he missed. Uh, <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't hit anything important, did he? Well, there was a water line. Uh, so, so that Publix was uh, aquatic. It was, a, it was briefly a Sublix. Uh, there, was, there was like a water stain for at least six years. Just a ring around the whole store. It was fucking awesome. My right. brother was the bird hunter indoors for the entire town. Wow. Wait, 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 wait. This is a job? Yeah. That's like a step below mayor. Are they hiring? It's more of a calling. Right. <laughs> I was chosen. All right, we're going to talk. The Lord came to me in a dream. He said, go shoot birds indoors. Actually, actually, growing up in Franklin, Tennessee, there was the pig guy. He wasn't the pig farmer. He was the pig wrestler. So, like, if you needed a pig got loose, which was my favorite thing growing up in a place where everyone was real class insecure and like, oh, we got money. We're not country. Every now and then a pig would come off a farm and be like, well... <laughs> Y'all thought you was out of this, didn't you? So you had Dog the Bounty Hunter for pigs. Yeah, we did. He had cool. a mullet, too, because I think that was a requirement, right? It's like, I just like that the farmers were like, I ain't doing that shit. Why don't you call Carl? I like, to, I like to imagine that, like Dog the Bounty Hunter, the pig guy catches the pig and then has him in the back seat, and he's like, listen, man, if you could just follow the teachings of Jesus Christ, you could turn your whole pig life around. You don't have to live this way. That and, uh, that and, by the way, like the pig, we haven't mentioned pigs in the animal disaster in terms of mascots because it's like, oh, ha-ha, Arkansas's got a pig. That's one of two mascots I know of that has committed murder. <laughs> and it's the only one I know of that has been described as going on a killing spree. Right. <laughs> right? So, like, LSU's like, we got a tiger. We're serious shit. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Mike's never gotten out and killed eight people, right? <laughs> well, that we can talk about. That we can do. <laughs> they, they fixed that, Cher. It's M fine. Mike buries the bones deep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, we're going to do some reader submissions, some listener submissions. This one comes from uh, Reed. When I first got the Neato robot vacuum, it's oh, no. tech, so we can talk about it at South By. <laughs> I would set it to run while I was at work. I would leave my dogs inside and come home during lunch to let them out. 
One day I open my door, and what I see looks like someone went mud riding through my living room carpet. <laughs> my 14-year-old dog had dropped a massive, and I'm sorry I have to say this, semi-soft pile of shit. <laughs> And instead of sensing an object in its way, the vacuum pushed it around like a poop bulldozer. (laughs) Disrupt! (laughs) I spent most of the night deep cleaning the living room. Every crevice of that neato robot vacuum was packed full of dog shit to the point that I took it outside and hosed it down, which we we were also told destroyed the robot. All right, robots. It, it died will, doing what it loved. Robots will kill us one day, but it's not going to be in like a Skynet. They rose up against us, whatever. It will be because we told them to do something, and they were like, "Are you sure? Why?" I developed a, I developed a robot that would dust this entire missile control console. Are you? Are you? Are you sure? Whoops. <laughs> uh, that was, we actually got a second uh, robot. Dog poop. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best moment in the history of this podcast. This we got is two no. This, this is a tech trend. South by. <laughs> hey, where's Neli? Neli. Emerging yeah, tech. Blog this, please. On, that's a, no, that's an emerging technology. That one was also you, Ryan. Which one? The other poop the, one. Uh, yeah, yeah, the other poop yeah. one. It's, it's the same it's, thing. No, it's what got a good detail. Also, it comes to us from uh, Oklahoma, the Oklahoma, Oklahoma state. That's right. Okay. Yeah, in case we got uh, yeah, come on. Okay, same deal. Guy has an apartment, dog poops, dra- the robot drags poop all over, man's, you know, confidence in himself becomes his undoing. <laughs> Except I called my dad to tell him what happened. He laughed so hard for so long, his boss walked down the hall to check on him. <laughs> That's the other reason why the robots will destroy us, because once it starts, we're not going to band together. We'll be like, holy shit, did you see what that robot did to Dave? Oh my God, it split him right in two. That shit was lit. It's going on Instagram. <laughs> Just standing back like this. That's right. This is the pose. I, have, uh, I do have my story, which is my family story. It's real quick. I did mention we didn't have a pig story. I lied. We have this one. My brother, who, if you don't know my brother, and you don't, because he doesn't know anybody. <laughs> like, I'm afraid to actually say his name. You are on the hiding podcast. a brother. I am, no, my brother is hiding a brother. My brother, my brother at the age of 27 went to Colorado and was like, bye. I think the, I think the important I thing him. to know is that Spencer is the presentable son <laughs> in his family. Yeah, you know that thing, like, with the Unabomber? They're like, the Unabomber's brother turned him in. They're like, man, what was he like? He had to be, like, normal. And they're like, no, he lived in a hole in the desert for seven years. That's my my family. Are you the Unabomber in this example? We're going to find out. (laughs) You a cop? Yeah. (laughs) Who's asking, Fed? Uh, But my brother, uh, my brother at one point, uh, this won't surprise you um, if you're one of the eight people who know his uh, government name. Uh, he, he's like Ron Swanson without a collar. Like he just like doesn't trust. He doesn't trust the government, but he doesn't even trust libertarians. Like that's like he's that guy. And he at one point took up hunting because he was like, "Can I not depend on anyone for anything? I'm going to learn to hunt, and make my own food, not out of some interest, but out of a desire to be completely independent of any other human." So uh, he was. He forgot one thing: you're dependent on other people to clean it and then cook it, right? So he stored this whole boar, like a massive boar. He stored it in our fridge. Um, maybe you see where this is going? Let's go down this path anyway. This is good. So we went out of town for two days and uh, left like, you know, like 100 pounds of boar meat and boar parts in a fridge, right? 
and uh, and the power went out. So maybe you've seen any movie where the devil appears. Apparently, the devil's real big into larvae and insects, right? Like, if the devil appears, it's like I need uh, I need a truckload of flies. I can't do the stage show without a truckload of flies, right? Like the devil's like, that's my calling card. I need something covered in insects. So my parents pull into the driveway, and the whole garage door is covered in black flies. <laughs> At that point, you move, right? <laughs> Would be like best case scenario, it's something like dirty. Worst case, this house is haunted forever. Yeah, they didn't open the door. <laughs> they figured out real quick what happened, and they were like, "Yeah, just get the crime scene crew out. Here. <laughs> just get those people to clean up bodies. They're the only people who can take care of this." So when they got there, uh, when they when the crew opened the door and everything, you know, Ghostbusters, that river of sli- Ghostbusters two. I'm sorry, Ghostbusters two, pink river of slime. It looked just like that. Like, like when they opened it up, it was just like, supernatural. But then the Statue of Liberty came walking in and fixed everything. There are two stories in this which are definitively animals owning human beings. This is one, because that pig was dead and it still got revenge. <laughs> like, you gonna kill me? Fine, I'm gonna screw up your whole house. Whole damn house. $5,000 cleaning bill right here. Yeah, that's my my delicious animal disaster story. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it was it was yeah it was sounds, like metal as hell. It was real good. Good. Um, I have one to read. This comes to us from listener David. When I was growing up in Soviet Russia, <laughs> excuse me. That's why we chose this one. Was yeah. When I was growing up in Soviet Russia, <laughs> my family cycled through four cats who had run away. So we just pick up another cat from the street. This is, how, this is how Russia works. To each, to each according to their pet need. Can you, can you buy a cat? Can you go buy a cat? No, you will be assigned a cat. <laughs> you stand in cat line. Uh, my favorite cat, our third one, they never got names because it was always unclear how long they'd hang out. The real story is they never have names because they have numbers. <laughs> Koshko Dean. Koshko Dean. Came in, went to the bathroom, drank what I seem to remember as paint. <laughs> Vodka. And then passed out for two days. I thought, I thought he died on our bathroom floor. Intersection. He was dead for two days on the bathroom floor. <laughs> He's a dead cat. He's a dead cat on floor. See if status changes. It's good luck. <laughs> but like a little furry Jesus. <laughs> He woke up on the third day and ran off. <laughs> what now? And is now successful petroleum oligarch. And, and manager of Facebook news. <laughs> so pr- I'm so proud of little Kolya. He, he, he did the damn thing. He's governor of Kentucky. <laughs> What you call Kentucky? Why, why was there paint in the bathroom? Because <laughs> they were making their, their... Yeah. No, you, you got to weatherproof yourself for winter. You got to just <laughs> do the whole thing up, man. Okay. It's cold. All yeah, right. I'm sorry. I do like by the. I do How else do you clean teeth? <laughs> Come on. I do like by the way that they waited two days. Like this situation seems bad, <laughs> but we got a lot worse shit going on yeah. right now. We're gonna put the cat on hold. You just let it sit right there. <laughs> Totally fine. I like the cat jetted too. It was like, yeah, well, ran my luck out here. <laughs> this this place sucks. 
this cat is a Washington State football season, right? <laughs> it is. Like three, three games in, you're like dead as hell. It's over. It's alive! And on third down, they rise. <laughs> um, I believe I'm responsible for um, the tale of Skittles the cat. All right? Y'all know this one? No, this is a family no. favorite. I promise, it won't involve corpses this time. My story, you're going to get a corpse or two, okay? Uh, this is from uh, Governor W. Lepetamine on Twitter. Uh, and Al Colas at Applecores on EDSBS. Uh, this is, <clears throat> Mom was out of town for the day, and we were home with Dad. Always, man, negligence just built into the first sentence. We're right there. Chekhov's dad. <laughs> if he's in the scene, there's something bad or a nap coming. <laughs> Dad's about to go off. <laughs> we hear some angry meowing from the direction of the fireplace. Oh, that's good. We look around for our Santa? cat. <laughs> uh, we look around for our cat, Skittles, and we can't find him. We figure out he's gone through the door at the back of my closet into the attic. Question, how was that abused as a child or especially as an adolescent? Like... You know, dad, mom and dad can't smell me smoking pot up here. Yes. <laughs> I hide sure. my porn in the fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> Again, metal as hell. Uh, we figure out that he's gone through the door at the back of the closet, ridden a loose panel of insulation, and landed on the fireplace box. Please appreciate the X game skills of this cat riding a piece of insulation like, bro, this is going to be sick. Uh, we go to Academy Sports and get a really long fishing net. Because oh, remember, dad, dad's in charge. <laughs> If it can't be fixed at Lowe's. I like that dads are all wily coyote. <laughs> we need a baseball mitt. All our solutions are like, we gotta go shopping and we gotta get something ill-suited. If this can't be fixed with a high school understanding of physics and a visit to Lowe's, it cannot be fixed. We're gonna need a sleeping bag. Yeah, it's like somehow this involved a boat. Skittles is trapped. Better buy a boat. Uh, dad put some cat food in the net. <laughs> I have a plan. <laughs> As bait, but but Skittles is having none of that because it's not the wet stuff, Dad. You, <laughs> you dumbass. Well, I wasn't spending seven dollars. You kidding me? <laughs> this shit was buy one get one free. <laughs> Got to save money for my boat. Uh, college! College! <laughs> we figure out he's behind the wall of mom's closet. So dad starts pulling out mom's clothes and tossing them into the bathtub and goes to get a hammer. Now, he, now he's gone full shining, which is great. Dad's got a hammer and he's heading toward drywall. Call the neighbors. He went full, bring me Thanos! <laughs> First hole in the wall. Not close. Second hole. Too low. Third hole. Dad can reach in and just touch Skittle. Dad gets a little piece of cheese. <laughs> Dad's got this. Holds it up and yanks Skittles out. Owned. Mom comes home to a destroyed closet and all of her clothes in the bathtub. And you know, she came home and he was like, the damn cat. Your cat. <laughs> I never wanted it in. 
Three months later, an upstairs toilet overflows, ruins all the carpet, and drips through the light fixtures. That's like a minor occurrence in this story. That's like second rate. <laughs> the insurance adjuster sees the holes, gives my mom a wink, and says, <clears throat> that happened when you were looking for the leak, right? <laughs> the wall gets fixed for free. We all live happily ever after, uh, except for Skittles, who was a neurotic weirdo for the next decade. <laughs> shout out to Skittles. Yeah, shout out to Skittles. Man, let's, uh, do we have time for the dachshund story? Let's, no, let's save it. Let's save it? Let's okay, save that, it. that's Holly, good. Holly, you want to you bring us home before yeah, can you we do close some this off here? You want the bull calf story? Bull, bull calf, calf story, please. All right. Uh, this one comes to us via reader Jeff, and it's, it's news. This is a news hook. Uh, two weeks ago, I made fun of our bull calves to their face. Jeff presumably works in agriculture. He did not specify and is not just... No, he just, works at a bank. It is not just like a... <laughs> Is not just like a, a quadruped livestock mocking enthusiast. This is not his lunch break. Two weeks ago, I made fun of our bull calves to their faces because it's fun to insult animals who can't defend themselves. I got to agree with Jeff. I've never felt so alive as when I'm picking up my cat and saying I'm bigger than you. Uh, then while I was busy in the pasture, one of them ate the key Jeff left in the four-wheeler's ignition. And I'm going to quote Jeff directly here. I didn't have a spare. I've never been more owned in my life. <laughs> big cows. Hook them. Hook them. Uh, Those big cows I, don't I, like I think you, that Jeff. calls for another round of music. Another round of music? You going to sing it this time? Me? No, no. I mean, you need to invoke. We need an invocation here. <clears throat> Come on, we're going, Pastor. We're going to sing one more verse. If you haven't dedicated your life to big cow tonight, <laughs> I want you to lay it all at the hoof of the cow. I want you to bring your burdens, bring your brisket. I want you to bring it all. We're going to smoke it all tonight. At the hoof of big... Speak on it. We're going to sing one more verse. Bring me money. Thank you. Give us uh, a round of applause. Um, oh. 